Hashem went ahead and He gave us the Torah. And our response to the Torah was, Nasa Venishma. Now this response blew the roof off. It was unbelievable response. And crazy things happened. What happened to us when we said Nasa Venishma? Three amazing things that He's going to bring down. The epitome, the highest level of Kabbalah Torah was when we said Nasa Venishma. That's incredible. What was so incredible about this? At the time that we said Nasa and then Nishma, six hundred thousand angels came down to every single Jew, and tied to us two crowns. So something was incredible. We could have said a lot of things to Hashem. Could have said, okay, you got it. We're going to do it. We wouldn't have had this, respo- this response from Hashem. Nasa and Nishma was nuts. Also, it says that as soon as we said Nasa and Nishma, Hashem said, who told my children, right? Who told my children this secret code of Nasa and Nishma that this is what the Malachi Asharis say? Also, the Gemara says, That means that when we that Hashem called us in Mitzrayim because He foresaw that at Sinai we would say the words Nasa Lanishma. So what comes out of this? For Eilu Mikolzeh, Shaktamas Nasa Lanishma Yeh Madrega Hagavoya BeYoyse Sholahem Shematn Torah Gufa Hoyse BeChivia Shekafalahem Hakadosh Baruch Hu Haki Gugais Vahoyu Mukhrachal Mekabala Torah Al Madregas Amu Michedes He Zeh Shekdimu Nasa Lanishma Shazoyz Asum Ritzaynam Vaidezes Zochul Chala Mailoyz Sheyordu Shishim Ribui Malachay Asheres Bekashru Lekol Echad VeEchad Beis Kesarim VeShikara Hakadosh Baruch Hu Bnei Bchari Yisrael. Okay, so we see the Gemara says that when we said these words Nasa Lanishma, we were zayichet to three incredible things. Number one, that the angels swooped down and they tied us ksarim, uh, crowns on our heads. Number two, that Hashem said, who told my children the secret, the secret shprach of Nasa Lanishma that the Malachim do? And number three was that Hashem called us B'ni B'chari Yisrael in Mitzrayim because He saw that we were going to say Nasa Lanishma. So something is crazy about the words of Nasa Lanishma, right? The Ma'ari Naim says, every single person in life has ups and downs. It's a secret why Hashem made it this way. The bottom line is that we have ups and downs. We have times that we're interested in God and in Yiddishkeit and in being good and we have times that we are not. That is a part of life. The Yehudi Tzarech Gam Bizman Yerida Bashem. A Jew has to also be in his Yerida time in his time of low connected to God. V'zeh Ikr Kabbal That was the main part of Kabbal Satayr that we were Makabal to be Jews to be good Jews. She Yisrael Yeh Tamed Devukam Hashem Afilu Bizman Yerida you hear this? 
He's saying the main part of our accepting the Torah was not when we're in a great mood that we can dive in and learn great. Our main part of accepting the Torah was that when we're not in the mood, that we could still connect to Hashem. That's what it means. I'm going to do what you want, Hashem. I'm going to do this even before I could hear and comprehend. This is the greatness of Kla Yisrael, Asher HaKadosh Baruch Hu, His Spoyer Bohem Alkach, that God, what is His Spoyer Bohem? He shows off. He shows off, and He's, he's so proud of us. Shekdim Munasa Lenishma. Shesigo Emes, that we realize, we comprehend the truth. Shelo'olam Yudvukam HaShem Yisbarach HaFilu is Machash, because even in dark. And now we can understand the Pasuk. We can connect to Hashem and Elekechem. Shem Havaya, Yudke Vavke is Bechinus Galui, mercy when you're close to Hashem and you feel like everything is great. And also, Bashem Elekimu, Bechinus Din with Simtsum, when God is dealing with us in, with justice, with judgment, and He feels constricted, our relationship is constricted. Okay? Now it's going to get crazy. There are two concepts in connecting to God. You can connect to God out of greatness. When you feel the greatness of God and you rejoice in the pleasure of the Shechina of Hashem. But there's another full, real type of connection to Hashem. There's also, you can connect Hashem through small-mindedness. When you're down and out. Sometimes you're in a Bismedrish, you're learning, or you're davening, or come Shabbos and you feel so great. That's one way to connect to Hashem. But specifically when you're not in the mood, that is specifically the time to realize, Hashem, I don't feel anything. I'm going to do this just because I want to connect to you even without feeling. And that is how we have to connect through the Bechina of Katmus. So you would say, right? You would say, what was the purpose of the Torah? To be the Gadol Adar. If I look back at my year, I see that there were, let's say, 30% of the time that I really godless. The other 70% of the time, waste. Listen to what he says, it's not true. The purpose, the ultimate purpose of Kabbalah Satayra, that we were Makabel to be Torah Jews. That we will always be connected to you like in the dark, just like in the light. Now we're going to start to understand the tremendous Maila 
the greatness, right? The greatness. It should have said the secret. the secret. says When we say Nasal and Ishma, that's how we became Bonai. That's how we became retroactively Yisrael. And that's why when we said it, Hashem Lovin, we said, Who told my children? Who told my children this secret? What does that mean? When Hashem said, Who told my children this secret that the Malachim do? What does that mean? An angel has no bad days. An angel's never not in the mood. An angel never does a terrible avera and feels disconnected from Hashem. The Malachim are Devukim Tamid Bashem. Veloishaich et Slam Klal Hefesh ben Chashech Loeru ben Matzavim Shainim. They never go through times in life, ups and downs. Vitamid Betalim Hem Legamri La Hashem Isbarach. Sheim Bohem Klal Yeshus Nefredes. They don't have any separation, they don't have any zich, they have nothing that separates them from Hashem. Hashem said, who told my children the secret? We will on ourselves. That was the chashivus of Nasal and Nishma. That we are going to do, even when we aren't hearing, we're not in the mood of hearing, we're not understanding, we don't know why we're doing this, and we're just going to do it anyway. And when we do that, we become an angel. We become on the status of an angel. So to me, this is a great Kiddush. This is an unbelievable Kiddush. Because some people are waiting to be connected, right? Then I'm going to... Right? But it's the opposite. When you're not connected, and you don't understand the reason, and you say, God, listen, I don't really understand this, and I'm not in the mood, and it's not even my level. I'm just doing this completely because I want to be close to you. What happens then is, you're greater, you're greater than the biggest tzaddikim of the generation. And you prove to Hashem that Klal Yisrael is going to be davuk to you, connected to you, even in such a low place. So imagine, imagine the spectrum from zero to a hundred. Zero means you're really disconnected, and a hundred is the biggest gadol in the world. Hashem wants to see that Klal Yisrael says, I want you Hashem in my life on every level. So we have a lot of people, 100, 99, 98, we have 70s, we have 60s, but somebody who's low can, can represent the whole Klal Yisrael to, to show Hashem that we as Klal Yisrael, hey, I'm the guy on two, and I'm telling you that I'm still going to be Davik Hashem. I'm the guy on 13, right? And I'm still going to be Davik Hashem. The lower you are, the more of an opportunity you have on behalf of Gans Klal Yisrael to earn the title of Bani Bukhari Yisrael, to earn the title of Banim, and to earn that Hashem will say they are greater than angels. Because just the tzaddikim alone, who always have a good day, can't do that. They need us. They need low lives. They need sinners. So as a general cloud, we can go to Hashem and say, you see, look at your people. On every level, on every number, wherever they are on the spectrum, they connect to you and they want you. And even though a guy could say, listen, I'm not religious, leave me alone. He can make a choice and say, you know what, lunch, I'm going to eat kosher. Tomorrow, I'm going to put on tilling. I'll keep Shabbos. And I am not up to that. That's the point. Nasa, even before Nishma. Something that we can all do. 
Of course, of course you're supposed to grow in order. But when you go ahead and you jump a little bit, and you say, I'm just going to do it now. I'm going to take one thing. Nasa before Nishma. I'm going to do it even before I'm ready for it. You accomplish that you are like an angel. So on a day that you wake up and you're in a great mood, you put on tefillin, it's gavaldic. But when you're not, you have an opportunity to prove to Hashem that even when I'm not in a good mood, I'm not in a good place, I feel like garbage. Still, I'm going to go ahead and do this, and then you tap into the power of Nasa Lanishma. The Pasuk says, Moshe approached the darkness, because God was there. So the Beis Avram says, listen, There are three levels of darkness, each one is deeper, darker than the, than the next. Choshech Onon Varofel. Choshech is darkness, Anan is like a cloud. Arafel is like a fog, a thick fog. Arafel is the darkness, thickest, dark, more than anything. Umoisha nigash elo arafel. Moshe went all the way to the Arafel, to the deepest of the darkness of our lives. And he said, Ashashamu alikim, I'm going to go there, because you know who's there? God. Elikim is there also. Shigam besoicho arafel. Nimsa, Hashem Yisbarach, Hashem is there. Valpia Amor, according to what we just said, Sheikir Kabbalah Satayr, he had to make us have Tmidis Bashem Yisbarach, Maimer Chazal. Udekuli Yama B'Shabbos Nitn Atayr Yisrael. She said, Iker Mitzvah Shabbos Satvekas Bashem. What is the point of Shabbos? Chaim, what is the point of all Shabbos? The point of Shabbos is to rest. Try again. The point of Shabbos is to connect to God. Very hard to connect to God on a Tuesday. So Shabbos is one day of the week. Right, that's easy. Right? But Shabbos is a day that was set aside that Hashem said, I'm going to give you special, special, a special day to connect to me. And I know you're going to blow it because you're going to be texting and on the phone. So, and you're going to be outside driving and going, you know, to try to bond the way that we bond during the week, like on a Sunday, and it's not going to work. So I'm going to give you a bunch of rules so that way I get your attention, so that way maybe if you feed yourself and you, and you can't do a lot of things and you could do a lot of things and you feel good and you're rested, then maybe you'll have a chance to bond with me. That's the tachos of Shabbos. The essence of Shabbos is Yom Sheyisrael Devukim Ba'ashem. I tell you, yo, between me and you, I want to spend some quality time with you. Can you imagine if you go over to a girl and you say, listen, I've been dating you for three months. I want to go out with you next Tuesday night. I want to have some quality time with you. It's a beautiful thing. And imagine if the whole time you were so busy that you didn't even talk to each other. She's texting, you're texting, you're doing this, you're doing that. You don't even bond. That's a waste. Hashem said, I have a day of Shabbos. I want to spend some quality time with you. Between me and you. That's the essence of Shabbos. Since the ultimate of the Torah, Tachos of the Torah, is that we should always be Dabak Bashem, the Kach Bashabbos, not entirely Yisrael. He says, I'm also going to tell you another Pshat in the depth of the fact that we said Nasim before Nishma. Listen what he says. We're busy trying to be Torah Jews. We have a big struggle. Not to do the Averis, which is a lot of work, 
and to try to do the mitzvahs, right? And that keeps us busy most of the time. But what's really the point of all Torah and mitzvahs? What's the point of all Torah and mitzvahs? That we should lead, lead a life that we should be able to connect to Hashem. And Hashem gave us things to do so you can go ahead and get closer to Him by doing them. And He said, don't do those things so that way when you don't do those things, you get closer to Him. Fine. Besides for all of that, there's a concept of doing the will of Hashem even though He didn't command you do this or don't do this, but to get the drift. Hashem tries to give us 613 mitzvahs and averis so that way we should get the point. We should get the drift. So many times we miss the point. And I have a perfect example I just thought of. Something I remember really, really, really brings home the point. In the nine days, and the, before Tisha B'av, right? You're not allowed to shave. You're not supposed to shower. You're not supposed to listen to music, right? A lot of stuff you're not supposed to do. Why? Eat meat. Why? Because we want to get you to feel a little bit of tzar for the fact that the Shekhinah left us, that the Beis Midrash was destroyed. So we were sitting around one night, a bunch of guys were together, and the guy says, you know, we can't go to a movie, we can't listen to music, we can't do anything, so you know what? And he pops in the CD, a comedian, right? And we were listening to a comedian laughing our heads off. And then it hit me, like, we're such fools. Like, God tried so hard to get us, to, to get the point. And here we totally missed the point, but we didn't do anything wrong, because it doesn't say in Mishnabura that you're not allowed to listen to a comedian. But that's missing the point. And he tries so hard to get us, to get in the mood of Khurban, in the mood of feeling bad, and, and we just missed the point. The same thing happens with Shabbos, where Hashem tries so hard to just get us to relax, get away from the tumult, get away from the confusion of the world, so maybe we can have a moment of Yeshiva Das, and connect to Hashem, and think about God, and think about our lives, and where we're headed, and make a Cheshben HaNefesh. He tries so hard. And what do we do? We do all the rules. We're not going to this, we're not going to that, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We have a great children, and then we go and... Right? We miss the point. And it's like God is crying and saying, Dude, come on! You missed the point. Right? So there's an Indian to think about the Ratzon Hashem. When I come home, I don't need to tell my son that I'm thirsty. He looks at me eating supper, and if he cares about me, I don't need to say, can you get me Coke? He looks at me, and he thinks, and he goes ahead, and he brings me a Coke from the fridge. And he did that to me last week, and I said, with a smile, I gave him a kiss, I said, wow, you get it. That's Kabbalah Sevich HaVasimecha. Not that you're forced to never, you know, do whatever I say, and if I say, don't, don't eat upstairs in your room, and you don't eat upstairs in your room, that's great, and when I tell you do this, you do this, it's not just that. It's about not what I said. It's about getting the point. So listen to what he's saying. There are so many things in our lives, like, like probably like dozens and dozens of things, that are not a mitzvah and not an avera. But we have to think, what, what does God want from us? They asked Moshe, I, I went ahead and I ate from the Chathas Is that what, is that good? Is that pleasing in the eyes of Hashem? And it was pleasing in his eyes. What does it mean? What was pleasing? What was so geschmack? 
Because Moshe Rabbeinu felt like I did when my son brought me that coke. He heard, he dahered, he realized. Aaron said, he didn't say, did I do what I have to? Did I, <coughs> did I fulfill the commandment? He said, I did something. You think God's going to like it? It's a beautiful way to serve God. Everything that we're going to do, every time we're going to buy clothing, every type of music we're going to listen to, every, every language that's going to come out of our mouth, everything that we're going to do, the kind of haircut that we're going to get, the kind of everything, everything, that there's no halacha boy. We should think for a minute. There's no place in the Torah that says that you can't have a haircut with like a zigzag and a shaven back. It doesn't say that anywhere. But you have to think. Look in the mirror and ask yourself. Right? And say, Is this, is this what God would want? Is this what, what's going to bring me closer to God? Or is this going to bring me away from God, to be surrounded in a lifestyle that's not pleasing to God. Is God going to be happy, satisfied, pleased with, with this action? That's a fundamental principle of our lives that we're missing because we're so busy fighting the Yitzhahara not to do our various, fighting the Yitzhahara to be able to do mitzvahs, that we miss the point that there's so much more that we should do if you want to have a real relationship like a child to Hashem. Avram Avinu was able to be Mekayim to fulfill the entire Torah actually before it was even given. How did Avram Avinu know what to do? God never gave him the instruction manual. How do you know what to do to please God? He wanted to know. He cared to know. He desired to be close to Hashem. And he kept on thinking, what is going to bring me closer to God? His soul taught him. All mitzvahs are just to get you to do Hashem's will. He was able to get there on his own. Because his whole life, before he did or said or thought anything, he said, is this going to bring me closer or further? And the truth is, we all know the answers. If you take anything, and before you do it, or any aspect of your life, and with a little bit of calmness of Yisha Vadas, not in the middle of confusion, you say to yourself, is God happy with this? Is this a good thing? We would all be able to be like Avraham Avinu, and without even learning the halacha, we would know what's right. Because our neshama is willing to teach us what's right. Our neshama knows what's right. We know when we feel good, when we do something right, when we do something good. And we know how we feel when we do something that's not right. So even if you don't know what to do and what not to do, before you do anything, think to yourself, I want to live a life closer to Hashem. Is this action going to bring me closer? Is Hashem going to be pleased with this? And then you could be a very, very holy Jew. This is what we said when we said We will weigh Who 
When we said Nasa before Nishma, we said, of course Nishma. Of course when you tell us what to do, we're going to listen. And we'll know what to do. But you know what? The bottom line is, even before you tell me, I want to be a Nasa. I want to do. I want to be somebody who's going to find ways to please you. And if you're wrong, and you think you're going to please Hashem, and it doesn't, believe me, you're not wrong. Hashem will be pleased. If my kid comes to me, and he tries to please me, even if I didn't need my slippers then, I'll be so pleased that he tried, he thought, now I need my slippers. What am I going to be, upset at him? You think you could waste your time? This is something you can do that there's no downside. Think of something in your life and say, I want to be a Nasa, even before I'm a Nishma. When you enlist in the army, they're going to tell you a lot of rules. You can't this, and this, and that. But before you do any of the rules, before you learn the rule book, the first thing you do when you enlist in the army is say, Nasa, I'm here to do. I'm willing to die for the country. I know there's going to be something of fighting. I don't know exactly what the rules of engagement are going to be. But I basically know I'm going to have to do, and I'm here to do. I'm here to give up my life for my country. I'm here to work hard. I'm here to give up on some happiness, some pleasure, some, some, some fun. I'm here to do that. That's something we can all do right now. Even a drop of it. And we tap into the Kayak of Nasa before Nishma. We become bunning to Hashem. We become like angels. And it could be the silliest thing. It could be the silliest thing that we say, let me think, how can I please God? What would God be proud of? And I do that thing. Because of that, he called us Bonai. Migila le Bonai Raza. Uvni Bukhari Yisrael. And he called us Bni Bukhari Yisrael. Shiha Madrega Hagavaya Biyoyser. Shizahulo Yisrael. We got to the highest level. Hashem said, You are my children. Shalea Nemar Vaeses Hamakan Fenisharim. Lucholze Zahulo Yideze. Shaykhtimu Nasal Nishma. Shizu Bikhinaz Ben. You become like a son that I just want to please my Father in Heaven. The entire essence of the, of the heavenly angels. He right? And when we became Oisei Ritzaynecha, Nasa, even before we know what the, what the intricate deal is, what, what we have to do, we became Banim Hashem Alekechem. I just want to end with a fantastic, fantastic Medrash that is going to blow your mind. Zot the Medrash, Tanoim, Tzgemara, Divri Lekim Chaim. Hashem called Klal Yisrael Banim, His children. Shenemar Banim Atem Hashem Alekechem. You are my children. But Hashem also called angels Banim. There's a Pasuk, I don't remember it exactly, something, Bnei Aleikim. So they're also called Bnei Aleikim. They're also called children of God. But I don't know, the Medrash says, I don't know, who does God love more? His child, the Jewish people? Or his child, the angels? That's the question of the Medrash. Now first of all, hang on. What's the question? Angels never mess up. Angels never sin. Angels never bow down to idols. Angels never spit in God's face. Angels never break Shabbos. Angels never eat trade. Angels never look at what they shouldn't do and do what they shouldn't do. And still the Medrash has a question. Hey, who do I like more? My perfect angels or my messed up humans? Angels created them that they can't do anything. Fine, but wouldn't you love them better? If you created a child, let's say, that's perfect. Let's say. And you had another child that's a dirty, rotten scoundrel. I'm going to say, okay, you have two children. Which one do you love better? Wouldn't you think you're going to love the perfect ones better than the ones who mess up? 
The Medrash says, I love the Jewish people more than the angels because it says, B'ni B'chari Yisrael. My B'char means, of all my children, my more beloved one is Yisrael. So it's a proof that Hashem loves us Jews more than heavenly angels that are perfect. But think about it like this. When did Hashem say, B'ni B'chari Yisrael? When we were in Mitzrayim. What were we doing when Hashem said, B'ni B'chari Yisrael, you are my firstborn, you are my beloved, I love you more than my other children, I love you more than angels. What were we doing? Bowing down to idols. Mem Teshari Tumah. Spitting in God's face saying, you don't run the world, this idol runs the world. And at that po- even at that moment, at that point, Hashem said, I love you more than heavenly angels. What we see here is God loves us with an infinite, incredible love. And all he wants is for us to feel the same way. So if you want to get close to God, all you have to do is say to yourself, before I do something, let me just do something that I I think maybe will be pleasing to God. And when you do, you reach the highest, highest level humanly possible. 